Hi guys, welcome back to the show. This is Michael Ellis Show. I'm your host, Michael Ellis, and today we've got William Gray on the show. Now, William Gray is a um, is a organic master. He's a he's a master of organic strategy, and um, in is is an expert in helping people like you guys at home optimize your organic strategy so then you can get more clients reaching out to you. So. How are you today, William? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. So for the people at home that don't know who you are or what you do, do you want to just give us a brief um a brief a brief and a brief account of uh, your journey up until this point? Okay, so a little bit about my background. I started out doing a little bit of Facebook ads for small e-com businesses about two years ago. And then about like 1.2 years ago, I was like deeping dive into organic marketing. I was testing a lot of strategies myself and learning from a lot of other experts who, who were good at organic marketing. And I've, develop my method paid on organic and what I do is <clears throat> I help high ticket coaches experience high ticket coaches agencies and marketers like optimize their organic strategy and their content messaging and their copywriting so they're actually able to get more clients reaching out to them instead Awesome, awesome. So you just mentioned there that you used to do um, paid ads with e-com, yeah. e-commerce. Yeah, um, I was really small, just starting out. Yeah, how old were you then? Hmm, good question. I think I was like in the middle of college. I wasn't really sure when it was. Okay, it seems like a lot of people um, at least a lot of people that I talk to on the show and get started generally in the e-commerce space and then transition over to something else. Yeah, so yeah. Obviously, you transitioned over to your own product in helping other coaches, consultants, digital marketers, and so forth with their mm-hmm. organic strategy. Um, so what were the, some of the things that you saw in the market that made you bring out your own? What what the, what were the, some, some of the missing pieces of the puzzle that made you decide that you wanted to bring out your own program? So and I was looking at the market and I was doing a tons of testing. And at the time I, I was starting out uh, organic marketing, a lot of people were just using random salesy scripts. For example, um, how are you doing? Um, what's your and then immediately they just fire into their script. What's your biggest goal? What's your biggest problem? What's your biggest challenge? Um, uh, let's hop on a call and I'll help you immediately. And yeah, like they they use a script that just didn't work. I'm not saying the scripts are bad, but they're the right time to use your script. Uh, for example, building up the conversation and finding out more about them. And then you can use your script to find out more about you, 
more about how you can help them. So at that time, I was like seeing a lot of people using a messenger tactics that don't work. So I tested out my paid on organic method. And I was finding that <clears throat> if I just treat everyone as a long time friend, like I know I know them for like five years, 10 years, and I start the conversation out um, as if I just met them after a long met them again after a long period of like not talking to each other, then I'd be able to build that conversation and actually find out more about them so I can gain, get more trust to ask those questions about their biz and see it, see if I can help them. So what you're actually saying there is um, to build a relationship first, basically. Yeah, yeah, because people say that a lot, but they don't actually know what it means or they don't know how to actually do it properly. Right, right. So you, um, people do say it a lot. You're right, people do say it a lot. Um, and so you're saying that people just don't know how to do that properly? Yeah. I say a lot of people don't know how to do it, but I'm sure, like, I've met, like, some people that do it really well. And that's how I've been, like, testing and learning from, like, all the people who do it well. And then I, I learn from that. And create my own model mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's some of the some of the ways that you build rapport with people um, when you haven't talked to them before well it's actually not fancy at all like it's it's not hard basically you start out like just talking about like how how you doing and they say how they're do how they're doing, and then you just relate to it immediately. You say, "Yeah, um, great to hear you're doing great." Um, for me, I've been doing um, more new recipes, more more new omelet recipes, and you just fire away. You relate to what they're doing and show your lifestyle. It's actually really simple. So I don't I don't really understand like why people. Think it's complicated because if you like naturally just tap tap into your social skills it'll just come out so basically treat them like 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 you said like a like a, a friend that you haven't seen in a very very long time yeah 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 so you just like ask how they're doing and just find out more more about about how they're doing and their lifestyle and relate so it's actually not even a big difference like talking to an actual old friend and a new friend you just met on facebook like there's there's just no difference no because essentially what you're doing with an old friend is is catching up with them you're finding out where they are in life how um what they enjoy now because think people's preferences change don't they um and stuff like that. So you, you're essentially just doing it with a new friend instead. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, cause, like, when the new person you meet um, fills up 
level of familiarity, you're able to build up that conversation. You're able to build up that trust, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're just not another dude they met on social media that's trying to sell them a coaching service. They already they they feel that they already feel the familiarity. Awesome, awesome. So you put some really great content on on your Facebook. I don't know about LinkedIn or Instagram because you are active in them places too, but I'm just not connected to you on them platforms, mainly because I don't really use them that often. Um, But with Facebook, you put some really uh, great content out there in in terms of your posts. Um, How long did it take you to develop that skill where you could write post like the way you do now i think it took me about six months like in the beginning i was just learning from other organic experts like they had their scripts and they they don't work because you need to have that already have that level of followers and like results you have already gotten which doesn't work for beginners so I was no. doing a lot of testing, like up, about six months till I was able to really like master the skill. Six months to really master the skill. That's that's awesome. But is that something that in your paid organic that you help people with with theirs? Yeah, that's one of the the main focuses in my paid on organic. 30-day one-on-one program. So I help them streamline their messenger process so they're able to actually connect connect to people while building up good conversation, like good trust, and see how, see how they can help them. So what, obviously, you use a, um, a system of attracting new friends to you um reaching out to new friends and uh sort of cycling through your friends list because obviously we've got a five thousand friends list on facebook mm-hmm. um but when you come across new people who are trying to do the organic method trying to do the organic strategy themselves or maybe they've took advice from other uh coaches trainers courses whatever what are some of the pitfalls that you see that that they seem to do all the time that you just clearly think obviously that people... isn't helping them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, like as we discussed earlier, they're just launching into a script at the beginning of the conversation without establishing any conversation or trust. Another pitfall is they don't actually know how to use their content to nurture the leads and show their expertise in their in their offer and what they do. So a lot of people say, um, just give value or show value in your content. But but everyone says it, but not everyone does it properly. So like for example, a lot of people just say um, top three tips to cut cut ten pounds and get more fit, but they don't 
actually even address the problem of like why why um people aren't doing the the right workouts or right exercises to to cut that weight and get fit they're just saying oh three tips on what to do which doesn't really like speak speak to the market's needs okay um so how what what are some of the things that they can put into place where that would change that and they would start um they would start doing it for a start off what's it look like being correct and what is the correct way of doing this well i use a framework for for like optimizing your content so you're actually able to like show your expertise and um show what kind of results you can get for people but um just a general overview um you got to address the problem the 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 situation they're in like it's not just a problem it's also like the situation they're in when they have the problem and the cause of the problem and then you also got to break down like why they're having problem cuz so many people think just talking about a problem um shows you have expertise to help them solve the problem so you break down why they're having it and then you provide your solution and why your solution works and then um everybody says they have the strategy that works right so you break down how to properly implement implement the strategy and the benchmark they they need to implement it to get results for example um if you implement this strategy you should be able to get two pre-qualified leads per post so that that right there is the benchmark two to three pre-qualified leads per post Mm-hmm. And how many posts do you recommend people put out per day, per week, per month? What's mm-hmm. what's the sort of schedule you recommend people put out I'm onto their not... personal profiles? This mm-hmm. is, you know. Yeah, I'm actually not that strict on how many posts you should put out, but in the in the beginning, to build more visibility and engagement, put out three posts per week. But after you build up that momentum and visibility, like in the algorithm, you can do yeah. one to two posts per week. But you don't have right. to be that strict on that. So uh, that goes completely against what a lot of other people turn around and say that you should do in terms of like everybody else turns around that and says that you should be posting out once per day. Or depending on, on, on and depending on whether um, your post continues to get likes and comments, then you should do maybe two posts a day if it's not achieving the results that you want. Okay, okay. So the big problem with posting one post every day or two posts every day is that the post on Monday and the post on Tuesday is fighting for visibility. They're fighting each other. So that just doesn't work. Yeah. 
Uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. Um, and also, this surely must be a quality issue in there as well, in terms of if you if you if the, if you put in the post out that you recommend following the frame that you recommend and put these extremely detailed posts out there, then surely you can't keep that up every day, can you? Hmm. Okay, a lot of people think that long detailed posts you can't keep up every day, but what I recommend is you write a rough draft. Or let's say you want to post three posts or five posts for this week, right? You write your five post rough drafts in a two-hour session. And then mm -hmm. on the day of, you edit the rough draft over five to ten minutes and then just post it. So just by doing that, you won't have any like guesswork or like like blocks in your mind. Like you just push it out very easy. I'm a big fan of what I call being in the zone um, when producing, uh, when producing, or when um, doing doing tasks. So I, I'm a big fan of. I will, if I'm in the if I'm in the zone of writing content, I'll write maybe ten, twenty posts in in a sitting, and then save them. For another day and post them out quickly. Uh, it sort of sound, sounds like that. That's what you're suggesting people to, to do is maybe on a weekend or on a Friday to get your post ready for the next week. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Like get those rough drafts, and then when you're ready to post some, just give it a couple edits and then push it out. Do you recommend that people have photos attached to their? Uh, value posts. Wait, did you ask? Should I recommend a link attached to the value post? No, photo, a photo. Hmm. Actually, not that strict on that either. Like, if if you want a photo, you can post a photo. But like for me, I usually just have the post. You just usually have the text. What about video content? Do you do do you do any video content on Facebook? Actually, do actually do some. Like I'm doing some. I'm doing one right now. I actually did one with my friend Michael about um how how um helping him how to optimize his content message to get more clients reaching out. It was about um one to three weeks ago. We had a like a little little recorded call. Also, um, did some lifestyle videos um, of me just cooking an omelet. Right. For that relatability, yeah. Yeah, it's just like showing um, like the re relatability. Yeah, true. Awesome, awesome. So when people do, obviously, when people see your content and then they reach out to you. Uh, either through a comment or through a, a message in your messenger box. Um, what what happens then? Do you just go straight to the script, or, or do you do do you do a little bit of small talk first? Which 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 one is it? Yeah, I still go to the same process. Like build up a little bit of conversation, see see how see what they're working on in their business, and then see if I can help them. 
Awesome. Um, so, is likes and comments on on your posts uh, a good thing? Or uh, in terms of dramatic amounts of high amounts, like three hundred and fifty, five hundred comments, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it's actually good and bad because sometimes if you overly focus on likes and comments, you it makes you think that will bring in sales. And like you, you actually want people to not just like you. You, you want to, you want them to see that you have the expertise to get them results. So you don't want those like likes and comments to like overtake your thinking on like what you actually need to do, which is create um actually good posts that show that show that you have that show your strategy and why it works and why it can get them results. Because a lot of people post like cute posts, like for example, um, good morning. Just do your best. Just do it, and then they get yeah. one thousand comments. Just wasting your time, but that from time to time, that is very good. But just letting it overtake you is bad. What do you mean by letting it overtake you? Do you mean like letting it um like rule your life in terms of always going after the likes and comments? Yeah, like causing it you causing you to not create content that actually shows your expertise, shows your strategy, shows um what why your strategy gets them results so um obviously a post with like say 10 pre-qualified lead, uh, leads on there uh, or four, four pre-qualified leads two pre-qualified leads whatever you want whatever number you say or one um with some additional extra obviously some additional extra comments you're always going to get some comments because marketers do the whole uh, I comment on everybody's post to boost my post sort of thing um, obviously that's a lot better having two three pre, pre, two or three pre-qualified leads on your post rather than 350 pointless comments in it yeah it's certainly a lot better so on that note as well I uh, do you ever do any what's called priming of the Facebook algorithm. When you say priming, do you mean creating posts to boost the algorithm and engagement, uh, comments? Um, when I say priming, I mean like spending 20, 30 minutes going through pe other, people's com uh, other people's posts and commenting on them. So then it hacks the Facebook algorithm and shows your post to more people. Yeah, yeah, I do it. You do do that, um, but when when you do do that, do you post rubbish comments or do you post meaningful comments? Which one is it? Like when you're commenting on the post, you gotta make sure you read the entire post, so you actually can make a genuine comment. The reason is that the algorithm sees you skimming posts, so you gotta read the entire post and make a genuine comment. So you get those bonus points in the algorithm. Do you 
now obviously uh, you're obviously going to say yes to this but do you believe that um do you do you seriously believe that's the case or do you think that the facebook algorithm is a little bit more simply simpler than it is complex that people make it out to be i think yeah i think people are making it too complex they're saying like you gotta do all these tactics and techniques to boost your comment but in reality you just need to repost make genuine comments and actually create mind-blowing content that people see, will see that's read. what i that's what i think is key creating a content that resonates with your with the people that you actually want to see um see your content i think facebook does a really good job of serving up content that's relatable to to the people now and i think that's what's more important um in all this and it's not really as complex as it is complex but not there's <clears> no you can't trick the algorithm i don't think anymore mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think that's been the case for quite some while now and i think that's the reason why a lot of people are actually seeing less comments less likes and stuff like that because the trickery is getting thrown out the window so yeah. do you agree yeah i think it's because people are just um you know how people write happy monday on like all their posts <laughs> on a monday not on a tuesday if they do it on a tuesday then they're doing it for a laugh and that's funny but yeah um yeah yeah happy monday happy sunday 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 today happy sunday yeah a lot of people used to do that i don't see it as much anymore but a lot of people did used to do that yeah i've been seeing a lot of like people just shaming them like oh my god like just saying people who say happy monday on like all posts are just spammers so people just but like they're learning to see that it's just it just it doesn't work anymore well it never i don't think it ever worked for sales I think it worked for engagement, mm -hmm. which then can or could theoretically increase the likelihood of your other posts being seen. Um, but I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think the Facebook algorithm works that way anyway anymore. So if you go ahead and comment on all these posts that says "Good morning" or "Good Good Monday" or whatever, then you're going to see them posts because. That's what Facebook thinks relatable to you. Mm. Um, so, what? So, when people say you've got to post high, a high value post, um, what's a high value post? What what deems something as a high value post? So, just like the framework I said earlier. <clears throat> okay. That's that's so like, enough Yeah, yeah, like just like I'm gonna dive a little bit deeper into it. So like a high value post would be um <clears throat> actually addressing the situation, like the problem they're in, and describing it in detail. For example, um if you've been working out for three months, four months, and trying every single workout plan, but you're not losing the twenty pounds you want. And that's the, the situation that's actually speaking to the the, the need. Speaking to the pain, the problem. Yeah. So just that little element will make your post 
just more more have high value because they can identify that you're the expert who can who can help them. Awesome. Um, so, do you follow any kind of like? I mean, we've already talked slightly about this, but do you follow any sort of posting schedule in terms of what you post? Uh, do you post uh, like? So, obviously, you said that you did a video over day with your um, making an omelet. Do you follow a posting schedule in terms of? I post two high volume posts out and then I post a, a, something that people can relate to. Or, or do you just do it randomly? Hmm. I'm actually not strict at all on posting schedules, but I do make it a point to post at least one to two times per week. Awesome. Um, and what about you? Uh, like your reliable posts where you're doing a uh, lifestyle post. How often do you do them? Do you just once a month, two months, ten times a month, or whenever you feel like it? Hmm. I do it whenever I'm in a good mood. Whenever you're in a good mood. I might do so it. You were, <laughs> so you were in a good mood over day when you did your video making an omelet? Yeah, I'm just feeling chill. Like I feel like posting a video and then I just post it. You seem a very relaxed person. Um, are you always like this? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have any tips on how, how, how to stay relaxed? Hmm. I don't have any fancy tips, but... Um, you don't have any fancy tips, no? no. Just Do you, do you read a lot? Judgment, yeah. Right. Do you hmm. read a lot? Hmm? Do you, do you read a lot? Do you read any books? I've been, I don't actually read that many books, but I have been reading books like The 4-Hour Work Week, but I don't actually deep, dive, dive that deep into books. Okay, so uh, if you need to learn something, where do you learn it from? Do you, do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor? Do you... Do you just do it by trial and error? What's where have you? Where do you get your knowledge from? Like mostly, I learn it from a coach who's like already really good at what they're doing, and I also learn like a lot from um just modeling like other people's posts and just testing what works because people think you can just hire a coach and everything works right. But you still have to do all those like hundreds of experiments, like just testing what works for you. I'm so glad you said that. That is exactly what I talked about yesterday in my uh, previous YouTube video. Um, in terms like, I will have to do a hundred crappy videos on YouTube to get anywhere. Just, just mm -hmm. to get anywhere. Yeah. And it's the same. And I said yesterday, it's the same whether if it's on Facebook, whether if it's, um, whether if it's a podcast episode or whatever it is, you're going to have to do a, or blogs. You're going to have to do a lot of them to know what works. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you glad you you yeah. said that. Um. So, 
and that's a, that's the reason why it took you six months to get to where you are now with content writing. Am I correct? Yeah. That, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. took that yeah. time because it, yeah. you needed that time to, to grow and learn. Yeah. Like in the beginning, like when people saw my first post, they were saying, um, oh, wow, you're just saying all this because you want to scam people and sell your sell your course. But at the time, I didn't even have a course. Like, <laughs> I barely knew you know, it. It's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's a funny, yeah. it's a funny w world that we're living in. But like they saw the post and they're like, they're just, they were just like, nah. And they were, um, you ever heard, did you ever heard of newbie killing? Like when people see newbies, they want to take the, take them down because they don't want any. No, company. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So I was like kind of feeling that at, at the time. Right. No, I've never heard of that. But when I remember when I was first starting all, all, all this online stuff, you know, you're right in what you're saying. I got the exact same thing. Oh, you just you're just scamming people. You just you're just in it for the money. You just this that and other. And like, and I remember thinking to myself, you know nothing. You literally know nothing about me personally. Um, and you're right. I I don't think I was even selling anything at that particular point. I was just trying to build up a audience, get better at what I was doing, and get out there. Um. So, oh, I've lost my train of thought. I've yeah. probably lost it. Um, so, what? As what's your one biggest tip that you could give give to somebody? In terms of mindset. In terms of anything, really, mindset. Uh, optimizing your strategy, um, anything. Hmm. I say that there's not there's not one best strategy. There's no one best strategy. You should always be doing your testing and your ex doing your experiments to see what works best for you. Awesome, awesome. So uh, this paid on organic. Um, I think earlier you mentioned it's 30 days. Do you, do you want to talk us through what this paid on organic program is, what, how, how it helps people, and what's some of the success that you've uh, produced for other clients? Okay, the paid on organic program <clears throat> is a 30 day program that where I help you one on one, like we do one on one coaching sessions. And it's it's <clears throat> it's for experienced high ticket coaches, agencies, and marketers already like making five k plus to ten k plus per month, and they have already been doing copywriting and reach and sales, and it helps you optimize your content messaging. So basically, how you position your offer and convey what, what you do in your copywriting. So you get more get more qualified leads who are who already believe in your process reach out to you. And awesome. And is it, so you mentioned that's one to one. Is that 
how often how often do you get on a one-to-one call with your clients it's oh i've been there's like two options like one is two 30-minute calls per week or one 60-minute call per week which one do you prefer people to get the 60-minute call or the 30-minute two 30-minute calls which one provides the client with the best results? Actually, it can vary. It can vary. But, um, for me, I just like to do the two 30-minute sessions per week. So they they get the feedback, implement, come back with results, and then next session, they I give them more feedback, and they come back with results. Scream Queens, Forever, The Naked Brothers Band, Maria Magdalena, and others. Sorry about that. <laughs> the, the you know the Amazon machine. Yeah. 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 So um, now, obviously, with two thirty-minute sessions, um, because it's on the thirty minutes, you've got to keep that call very strict and onto the point and to an agenda, so to speak. Does that provide better results than a sixty-minute call where you can be a little bit more lenient, or, or does it not? It actually depends. Like, um, it just depends. Right? It can, on the it can be split, right? Split over two sessions. So in the end, you you still get the total amount of feedback, the same amount. Like for example, uh, I helped this fitness trainer that was doing um, fitness training for his clients for for over five plus years, and he was doing offline marketing. And then I helped him go through the paid on organic program and like two one-on-one sessions per week. And after the program, he was able to consistently generate around two, three warm leads every day. And he's been working with four clients on a retainer every single month. And right now he's not doing that much marketing or, or outreach. Awesome. So obviously today we just talked mainly about optimizing uh, your messenger and your posts within your personal profile, but um, there's a little bit more to it than that, isn't there? Like, there's the whole attracting new friends to you, that uh, gaining new friends, reaching out to. Um, do you use Facebook groups as a way to bring yeah. people to you? I'm hundred percent on Facebook. Yeah. Right. So there's a so obviously there's more to it than what we've just touched on today. I mean, yeah, like like what we touched on are the two main focuses, but of course there's a lot of like little mini focuses. Awesome. So, guys, if you're using Facebook Organic, you're struggling, and you are um, you need some helpful advice, then you can reach William over on his Facebook page, um, which if you head over to michaelellisonline.com forward slash go forward slash William Gray, that's William Gray at the end, then that will take you over to William's Facebook profile where you can reach out to him or you can add him as a friend or you can read some of his posts. Whatever you want to do, with with that information you can you can do there's a lot of helpful advice in your profile isn't there that they can literally soak up straight away and start 
implementing. Yeah, you could just read a bunch of the posts, like even just three of the posts. And if you implement implement it properly, you should be getting results. Exactly. So if if you if if you're that person that's um, using organic marketing methods on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, then hit him up on Facebook. Adam is a friend. If you're not on Facebook, then what's your Instagram handle? Yeah, like the paid on organic program works on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, if, if you want to use TikTok, but I wouldn't recommend that. But you can mostly so this link. So this link is also in the description, guys, below. And if you're listening on the podcast at a later date, it's also in the show notes too. Um, so if there's one question that I haven't asked you today um, that I should have asked you, what would that question be and, and what's the answer? What's your question? <laughs> I said if there's one question that I should have asked you but haven't, um, what is that question and what's your answer? That's a really good question, actually. Hmm. If you're going to ask, what is the biggest outcome I get for clients in my paid on organic program? It's saving, it's doing less and getting more out. So what I mean is like putting in less hours, like doing your marketing, your content creation, your messenger outreach and closing clients and do, doing less, like less hours and getting getting more output. Awesome. Well, it's been lovely having you on the show today, William. Um, I really do like the content that you put out. I enjoy reading it. So if you. guys head over to his um, Facebook profile, add him as a friend, enjoy the content yourself, and um, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button for more interviews just like this, and also leave the, your biggest takeaways from the show in the comments i would love to know what your thoughts are on this show and if you've got any suggestions of any future guests that you want to hear from also leave them in and leave that in the comments too it's been a pleasure having you on the show it's been a pleasure um providing a service for you guys at home and thank you for watching thank you for listening mm -hmm. Thank you.